Hey y'all, welcome to Baller on a Budget Southern Style, episode 7. I'm Laura, and today on Baller on a Budget, I'm going to discuss some dumbass criminals and how one embarrassed the shit out of me. Seriously, guys, the craziest shit happens to me. And I want, all I want to do is just kind of like mind my own business and make an indoor greenhouse while my kids are sleeping. But either way, um, we'll get into that in a little bit. I also have a listener question and, of course, my weekly corny joke. Um, So let's begin with the question. It's so funny how karma is. (laughs) The universe can kind of fuck with you because this question that I just randomly picked has so much in common with the podcast um, that I'm going to share with you guys today. Um, If you ever want to hear my opinion on any subject, you can email me at Laura, well, email me, yeah, at Laura, L-A-U-R-A, at wittywidow.online. That's W-I-T-T-Y-W-I-D-O-W dot online. I love to hear what you all have to say. All right, so let's begin. We have a question from Lisa T. in Texas. Laura, my now ex-boyfriend bought me a dog a year ago. Now he doesn't want to be with me. I feel like there is another person involved. He wants to co-parent the dog. I know the dog loves us both, but I don't know if I won't mess with the hassle of it. What do you think? Well, <laughs> Lisa T in Texas. My initial response for, and this is just from a broke-ass baller, is to tell him you expect dog support, meaning that you need for him to pay all the vet bills and pay for the food in order to co-dog parent. If you feel that he may be cheating but then again I can be an asshole but really um, my opinion and I have seen others do this is absolutely not co-parenting a dog is just stupid I think Um, the dog will get over him probably faster than you will if he purchased the dog for you as a gift and so now he's basically trying to take his gift back. Um, and then also, if you think he might be cheating, why would you want to appease him and give him what he wants? Um, I mean, if you love that dog and you know that you can properly take care of him, then keep it. If your ex was like, say, the quote, master Give your pup some extra special attention with, like, fun walks, go to the dog park, and, of course, some healthy treats and meals. Um, I use Fresh Pet dog food, and if you haven't tried it yet, you really need to. I buy it in, like, this tube shape and cut it up, Um, but there's many other options as well. You can Google the Fresh Pet and see what uh, the retailers are around you that sell it because not everybody sells it. I promise 
You will be the master of that pup in no time. Just the extra attention, love, and yummy food. So thanks for your question, Lisa, and I would love an update to see what happens. See how the dog food works, like to see how the relationship turns out, and I sure do hope you decide not to co-parent that dog, because it's stupid. The dog is not a kid. But, <clears throat> so to move on, this question leads perfectly into what I wanted to talk about today. Dumb ass guys. So, I was going to talk about some dumbass criminal stories that made me laugh, and I may get to it, but I'm going to begin with my nutty story first, and then we're going to see how the time goes. This may be a two-part episode. We'll see. Um, if it is, I promise I won't make you wait long until the ending of the story because it's absolutely asinine. Alright, so I am not holding back on this. Um, the boys and I, we were gone a lot from our family home since the pandemic began. We basically popped up shop on an island and didn't want to leave because we may not be allowed to return over the bridge to get back on the island if we left. And this is at the beginning of the pandemic when it was the whole stay at home or stay in place order or whatever they did. So we just stayed on the island. Um, and we have really the best old chocolate lab in the world. She's 15. And actually, my late husband got her for me. See where the question and the podcast kind of go together? Um, either way, <laughs> um, she is as sweet as a muscadine grape, but as sharp as a marble. So now that she's 15, she's blind and deaf. And last year on the island, I had to pick her up from the police station twice just because she wandered off. And then I looked like a bad dog mom. And I mean, I'm a really good dog mom. And she knows how to get home. But other people overreact, but it's okay. Um, so I decided when we were gone to the island that I was gonna leave her at our family home and hire a cheap, and remember the word cheap, uh, a dog sitter because I felt absolutely terrible about leaving her behind but after interviewing him and he rubbed on her way more than I do I knew that she was gonna need that special attention while we were gone so of course over the days weeks and months me and the dog sitter we talked every day about my little chocolate princess um, and I just wanted updates to see how she was doing. And when we would return home, the dog sitter would come over and, you know, give me more updates and show me what he had been doing regarding like her health and activities. She has congestive heart failure. So I really worry a lot about her and her breathing and I don't know, her hips. Yeah, just getting old is for the birds. 
So lately our school district has moved to face-to-face -face, uh, for the K through five, which I have a little one in kindergarten. And so now we're back at our family home pretty much full time. Um, hence, I can take care of my own dog. Uh, the dog sitter would still come around and try to hang out. And I was pleasant to him because I was really appreciative with the months of work that he had done for us and all the time he had spent and with her that he didn't charge me for. I mean, I paid him some, but he didn't charge me for as much time as he actually spent here. Um, he had all access to the house. He had the garage code, the door code, the hide a key. I mean, because there was times that he would need to be able to get into the house to access the dog food and get her some fresh water because she likes the filtered water better than the hose water. She's picky. Um, and so when he would come around, I would just, you know, be nice. And then one evening that he was here, it was, I say a weird moment. I ducked and dodged like somebody was trying to give me a knockout punch. Um, he tried to kiss me and I was not feeling it. So... I just turned away and then of course that weird moment only turned weirder um and so the next day I tried to call him and let him know that I was sorry and just kind of explain myself I, I felt terrible about the way that I had acted and my call went straight to voicemail so I immediately knew that he had blocked me. Now that did feel like a miniature jab in the tummy because I was like, why? A couple days later, I received an email from him and he was telling me that our relationship was over. I had to reread the email <laughs> multiple times because I had no idea I was in a relationship, much less now I'm getting dumped. I, <laughs> I was shocked. Um, and I have to say, my feelings were a little hurt, too, to, to be just getting dumped. Maybe not my feelings, my pride. I'm not sure, but I, and I don't have the best memory. Okay, pretty much have the memory of a flea. Um, but I'm thinking I read the email on like a Tuesday, maybe. The week you know, after that went on as normal as our nunny family can maintain. My youngest son actually got a round of applause at the school drop-off line for getting out of the car and most efficient than ever before. Uh, he is like a slug and sloth mixed together. I mean, he's just the slowest getting out of the car. So, I mean, my week was going good as I thought. And then Friday night rolls around and I ended up staying up late, like later than I normally do because the kids fell asleep early and I was, I finally got to watch some of my shows for one thing and 
then I was making this cute, cute little indoor greenhouse for my herbs because it's just starting to get a little chillier here in Eastern North Carolina. And since I am a broke ass baller, I don't buy herbs, I just grow them. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. Y'all, this greenhouse is like the cutest thing. And I might have to do an extra podcast on how to make it because I'm just so proud of it. Um, one thing that I will add is make sure you measure before you go start making it because I didn't <laughs> and it was too small. But hey, I made it work. So I finished up my greenhouse around 12 a.m. and I moved it into the kitchen because I knew my precious little monsters would kick it over the next morning when they got up and started playing. Not on purpose, but you know how boys are. And so while I was in the kitchen, like trying to set it up and push it back so it didn't pique their curiosity if they saw it, um, I heard the dogs out back barking and just going nuts. And then they got quiet. And it was really kind of an odd thing because usually if there's something in the backyard, I mean, they're going to bark and bark and bark. So I walked around to the front of the house to kind of see what was going on. Maybe it's a fox or a raccoon. And while I was in the front of the house, the back patio door opened. So needless to say, I freaked out. Um, luckily I had my phone in the pocket of my leggings, which by the way is the best thing ever. I don't know why they even made leggings before without these pockets. Um, but I ran to the side of the house and I peeked out the window and I saw a car that didn't belong in my driveway. I couldn't tell what kind it was because like I had the inside lights on and the outside lights off. And I've just kept it that way since we've been out of town so much because I like to stay consistent so people don't know if we're home or not. You know how a lot of people just leave their lights on. I just leave a couple, the same ones on and the same ones off. Um, and then also my boys are like sprawled all over the den where the back door just opened asleep. I mean, basically looking like they had partied all night and passed out, called at 911. I thought someone was coming in the house and gonna kill us all and write blood all over the walls. Okay, a little overdramatic, but anyway, I was really scared. The 911 operator told me to hide. And I was like, but my kids are out in the den. It's like open season for them. Um, but the 911 operator, I had my eyes on the kids, so I did see them, but the operator insisted that I stay put. Luckily, it didn't take any time at all for the police parade to arrive. I mean, like, they must have been having a get-together around the corner. <laughs> I mean, because it just, luckily, it did not take long. Uh, so at like 12.30ish on Saturday morning, I have a parade of blue lights up and down the neighborhood street. And I mean, both sides of the street were parked police cars. And my neighborhood is a pretty tight-knit community. 
So I was already receiving texts and calls from the neighbors that saw, and it, 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 I wasn't answering at the time, but it was just kind of starting to get embarrassing. But um, I want to back up for a moment to a few days before, because remember earlier I told you I had the memory of a flea? So I came home one afternoon, um, like after running an errand, and I had left the garage door open, which is really not uncommon in our neighborhood. Um, we have kids all over the place, and kids are in and out and all over everywhere. And since we're trying to move, or in the process of trying to move and sell the home, I have boxes everywhere, but I do have a method to my madness so I do know what boxes belong on what side of the garage and even though it might look like a mess to everyone else in the world I know what's going on and that's really all that matters my house um so when I walked up like well I got out of the car and you know walked up and then a white trash bag caught my eye and that's not normal like we don't have white trash bags um we have a compactor so we don't use trash bags if that makes sense anyway so it just really caught my eye um and as i approached it the smell it was the strongest scent of vanilla which by the way i absolutely hate that scent I don't know why maybe I wore too much of it from Bath and Body Works when I was a teenager but I cannot stand the smell and so I reluctantly opened the bag and in the bag along with the strong scent of vanilla was a cardboard head of my face paintings of me and let's say a couple undergarments and that freaked me out and I knew that it was from the dog sitter that had broken up with me and ended our relationship that I didn't know we had a couple days before um, and I know it sounds crazy but I worried about that for a total of like a minute before I had to run inside and break up the kids from fighting <laughs> So I didn't have too much time to worry about the creepy bag and it disappeared from my mind until this Friday night when the police were surrounding my house and looking for an intruder. Okay, y'all are gonna hate me. I hate to stop here, but my time is running out. Uh, I want to let you know I will not make you wait long for the end of this story because it does get good well I think it's good already but it gets better um, I'm alive so we know I made it through okay um, and then I'll wait till next time the end of the second part of the episode for my corny joke due to time restraints and we would love you forever and ever if you provided us with some listener support. I have so much to share with you all. And don't forget to check me out on Instagram and Facebook at yum yum yellow. 
which is Y-U-M-M-Y-U-M-M, yellow. Um, that's on Instagram and Facebook. And then at a Witty Widow's Journey, moving forward. And that's at wittywidow.online. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast so you'll get a notification um, and hear the rest of the crazy life of my dog sitter and everything else that is uh, that doesn't happen to anybody else but me um, on the life of Baller on a Budget Southern Style. <laughs> Until next time, y'all. Bye.